0: Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Tony's show on tonight's pod. We're going to be doing some kind of extrasensory perspective. (laughs) Sounds pretty good. Doesn't sound all high-tech and scientifically and all that stuff. We're going to present some links here tonight that you all need to look at. Links that are going to make you think. Links that are gonna give you a perspective and maybe teach you a little bit on how to observe. I got a folder there from Ice Drive that you can all everybody can access. Fire Medic put out a video and I got it in a couple places in tonight's show where a guy gets targeted. And a group of us were looking at it. And everybody was given their perspective, angles, things they saw, and you'll see in this presentation, uh, nanowire, it looks like a thread, and you look at the man's feet, and all of a sudden you see a charged flow of energy around the same time from the feet and the head. And since the ground was no longer a ground anymore, but a conduit to transfer the energy flow, the guy that was caught between the two flows of energy popped, literally. Now, there are some scenes in there that may have have been affected by the camera that actually did the visualization of what transpired on that train uh, train station. So some of that has to be taken into consideration as well. But when you see the charge... And you see the different um, angles of the charge. You can have an opinion. Think for yourself what you're seeing. What's being presented. And again, I'm putting it out that way so that I don't put any perspectives in your head other than the fact that you should be observing things more closely when you see things. And one of the things you can do when you see things on a YouTube or a bit shoot or an Odyssey or Rumble channel, slow it down. Slow down the vid you're watching. Freeze it. Take pictures of it. Some things look a little bit unusual. You'll see a line in here as well. Now this line is a defensive posture. He's observing something that we can't see on our range of frequency in our visual, but the lion apparently can. And he appears to be backing off from whatever is there. It's actually scaring the lion. So was it an aerosol drop of some biological weapon that created a hallucinogen in the lion? Or was it an energy uh, frequency that was, was attacking him? Or was it something else? Was it the angel of death that he saw. And it made him... Lions don't usually back down from too much. They'll fight an elephant. They'll fight another tiger. They'll fight adversaries bigger than themselves. Water buffalo. I think the only thing they won't go after unless there's a bunch of them is a the hippopotamus. And the hippopotamus has to be on land. And then it takes a whole tribe of lions to go after them. So this one lion wasn't showing any tenacity like normal. In fact, (laughs) it was freaking out. Seeing other situations throughout the world where livestock of of all kinds, whether they be avian or uh, cows or sheep, walking some sort of circular pattern. What's going on? Why is that happening? Why is this phenomenon all of a sudden starting to happen? Is this some sort of experimental frequencies that are being emitted from satellite transmissions from Starlink? Are these transmissions coming from ground wave? Doppler energy? Over-the-ground radar? Cell towers? Cell phone? How about nano? nano um, saturation being accessed to control the control the exper to have a controlled experiment. Could this be happening? Is this a forecast of something to come with those who've been injected with the bioweapon? Think about it. If they're emitting Bluetooth technology, they are now a conduit to be a transceiver. And if they're this conditioned to accept the status quo from the mainstream without questioning anything, just accepting, without any dubiousness of the of the other side doing something that may be completely erroneous. We have people still believing in presidents and prime ministers and royalty that had advocated These bioweapons to be released at an exponential hypervelocity rate across the planet. And as a result, because of the lack of scientific data or scientific uh, work with this bioweapon, people died unnecessarily. Economies were shut down. And yet, to this very day, and yet, to this very day, These same people that created this atrocity on their own people are held in high praise. Something is wrong with the thinking. Something is wrong with the thinking. No matter how you look at it, the hierarchies that we see today in power are not to be trusted on any level. They have betrayed that trust a long time ago. And nothing's changed in the power base. It doesn't matter if you're a conservative. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican. It doesn't matter if you're a liberal. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. It doesn't matter if you're an NDP. It doesn't matter if you're a Party Québécois. It doesn't matter if you're a neutral party, a Green Party, a Purple Party, a Polka Dot Party. It doesn't matter. This whole thing should have given everybody a reality check about the institutions that we have trusted for decades and and for uh, centuries. They are no longer the advocates for the general population and to serve the general population. In fact, they are the warring faction, warring against the human population. I shouldn't say human, against mankind. And they seek to replace us. Ever wonder why your DNA is being collected? Ever think about that? Why do they need your DNA? Why? Why do they need to have that information? To what end? Ever think about that? I have a theory about the injections. I have a theory based on revelations that the 144,000 that God has decided in the end to be the final trumpet for mankind are being... uh, expressed through the, at warp, at a warp speed, to quote the president, so they can now, in turn, corrupt that genetic code. The 144,000 does not mean that these are the people that we are thinking are Jews. Okay, it has nothing to do with it at all. These 144,000 are select chosen based on their genetic code whom God has chosen. And if that can be corrupted, if that can be violated, then it may cause a problem in the future for for, for, for prophetic fulfillment. Like I said, there's been enough information out there. There's 144,000 being 72,000 chromosomes from the father and the mother. And they're now adding a third set of DNA, which increases the chromosome to 72,000 more, or 216,000, which equates to six six six. In other words, they want to consume the planet completely under some sort of demonic influence by wiping away any, any access to God and His creation. Again, that's my theory based on how I understand genetics, how I understand nanotechnology, how I understand frequencies, and how I understand what I'm reading in that Bible. The thing about the Bible It has many um, angles you can look at this from. Mathematics, chemistry, science, physics, whatever. And when I look at the technological aspect of what the Bible is displaying, and how I interpret what I see, we've had this with us since day one. We were talking today about a lot of cities and communities in the past even, that had the same metropolitan um demographics and design as we have to this day. And nothing's changed. And I always tell people go look at metropolis in uh, 1927. Take a look at that. The design of the city way back in 1927 looks exactly like the metropolitan cities of today. Nothing's changed. They even served the god of Moloch way back then. They were even expressing transhumanism way back then. And the, the reset before that one had the same things. We have become displaced in a lot of things. A lot of things have been, have been buried so that we would forget what transpired before. And the sequence has been the same. Nothing has changed. Not a damn thing has changed. The Bible is correct when it says there's nothing new under the sun, and there isn't. The only thing that's changed is the stage where they pull the bullshit off. That's the only thing that's changed. But the theater, the lies, the deception, there has been absolutely no change whatsoever. The only difference is we were not aware of it and we're becoming more and more awake to the reality and the truth of what the way, the way things really are. We are no look. We are no longer looking through the Walt Disney glasses or the kaleidoscope eyes. We're looking at things now as they have always been. The surface shit is being wiped away, and the truth is surfacing. And I'm going to tell you something about the truth. It's a bitch. It's a bitch, because everything you think you know. Everything you've been taught, everything you've been programmed to believe is wrong on so many different fronts. But to explain that to you, you'll never get it. You'll never get it. Most of you are so entrenched with what you think you know, what you think you believe, that until... Something happens and things are going to happen. They have to happen. They have to get bad. You know why they have to get bad? Because you won't wake up otherwise. You will never wake up otherwise. The reason why a lot of us woke up already is because we already went through the fire. We already had that dross removed from us. We now know a lot of reality that we had no idea from before. And I'm going to tell you something. It hurts like hell. But I'd rather it hurt like hell than be thrown into hell. Big difference. And the lessons that you learn, usually, usually, pain is applied so that you don't forget. I had a long time to get my head around certain things because pain... You don't have any pain you don't you don't you'll, you'll do it again you will be stupid enough to do it again that's why pain is is involved in you learning and shaking off the shit that we've been attached to if you learn your lesson because again i'm not one that likes pain i gotta tell you pain and i we have a different road <laughs> i try to avoid pain as much as i can and is and no matter how that happens i still wind up getting in pain because i have to be straightened out i have to be redirected and a lot of things have to be shaken loose from us because we have been so badly programmed to believe this bullshit for so long that it's entrenched in a lot of people and i'm going to tell you this if you don't shake it loose this is going to suck you into the abyss a lot of young people are going to all these demonic concerts thinking this is so cool and this is so hip until they get there. And then when they get there, there's a reality check waiting for them that the devil is not there to entertain them, but to siphon and feed off of them. And the, the rock stars and the entertainments are acolytes of Satan. And they don't give a F about any of your kids. All they care about is power. And if your kids happen to be the sacrifice of the day, so the day can become more powerful, say la vie. Say goodbye to your child. And you need to talk to your children about this shit because this is all about frequency, mind control, and programming. And a lot of your kids will do what you did. People are tribal. If... Your class jumps over a cliff, even though you know that the bottom of that cliff is a lot of pain. You're going to jump with them, and you're going to laugh and giggle, and you're going to have body casts and broken bones and everything. But you're going to feel like you've 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 um, you bonded. Stupid. Stupid. Got enough brains in your head to realize you jump off the cliff. You may not come back out of it alive or you may break something. It, common sense and wisdom tells you, you know what, maybe I shouldn't jump. Your kids have no common sense. They follow a, what they call a gestalt theory. A hive mind. One goes, they all go. You know, if they, if you get a group to say, yay, 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 they'll all follow You cannot afford the luxury of neglecting your children in this regard. We talked a day earlier to a, a client and got into a discussion about family. How many of you have lost your families, been split over this violation that they've infected people with by injecting them with this genetically engineered nano frequency AI controlled technology. And a lot of you tell me after they get the injections, excuse me, nobody's the same. Nobody's the same. Because we weren't there when we should have been there, telling them what we should have told them. If you were there and you told them what you should have told them and they still did it, now it's all on them. All on them. The consequences is all theirs. And like I said, the pain will be the lesson that will stick. It'll be the it'll be the lesson that will stick. And you have to understand sometimes it's the only way to get a message across. Pain. And a lot of us don't want to deal with pain. But you know what? Sometimes it's required. Sometimes in order to cut off that operating system that's been programming you, sometimes it's really going to hurt. And it's going to cost you. It can cost you your job. It can cost you your marriage. It can cost you your family. It can cost you your wealth. It can cost you. Anybody who is really awake and has uh, and is doing things, more than likely, they've been through the fire. They've been through the furnace, and they came out burnt. They had an ass whooping, and as a result, they are they're now stronger for it. I always reflect about my past growing up. I was always getting my ass whipped. You know, I always, I was always something I did. I always, I got it, bang. You know, got an ass whooping. I kept saying to myself, "Isn't there an easier way to <laughs> deal with this?" I was thinking, "Leave the beaver. Let's just talk about it." But that's the way it was back then. And then they took away the parent, parental right to discipline a child. Most children today are in, a, in ad, uh, inadequate to learn anything. They never got an ass whooping. I don't mean beat a kid to death either. You know, you bend him over, whack them with a yardstick or a tree branch or something on across their backside. See, I, I disciplined my child too. You know, the one I raised. I never hit him with my hand ever. Didn't want him to be afraid of me. But the mechanism I used was a was a, was a tree branch or a yardstick. If I needed to do it, it was rare, very rare. You know, but. Uh, and and it was only, and the reason why I even did it the one time is because he lied so I wouldn't tolerate that shit you know would never tolerate it says so you gotta lie go live with your mom you know and I was straight with him I said you be straight with me no matter what because at least now we can deal with it if you bullshit around we don't know what's going on anyway you know he he, he didn't always tell me the truth either but what I mean by that, he didn't lie anymore. He just never told me anything. <laughs> he hid it from me. <laughs> That's a pretty bright kid, you got to tell you. <laughs> pretty bright. But like I said, pain comes along with a lot of things. Makes you sharp. Makes you smart. Makes you think. You know. Anyway, I'm going to play some stuff. I think it's... Appropriate that you see some of this stuff. Or hear some of it anyway. Uh, what am I going to show you first? Um, the. Um, can't believe I get a phone call now. Hold on. No. The. Um, it never fails. <laughs> I can't believe this sometime. Uh, I'm going to play some stuff here. Give me a minute. I got to find it. No. Nope. Nope. Where did I put it? Nope. No. Okay. I'm going to play this. This is what uh, Pyramedic and Melby the Light did. I, t- I played a little bit of it yesterday on, um, on the live stream. And uh, I'm going to play a little bit of this right now because. I think it's good to hear it this is about your environment the environment is causing you pain more than you realize um, and it's important that you understand if you see some of these things do not touch them with your bare hand okay do not touch them with your bare hands if you gotta touch something outside make sure you wear some kind of glove or protection because if you touch the stuff out out in the environment direct, it could infect you just by touch, and then you're going to have nano poisoning to deal with, and then you're going to call me on the phone. You're going to be crying in hysterics. I didn't know. I oh ye I, And then I have to talk to you about nano, and you don't want to, And then you won't want to hear about the nano. Before I play that, I'm going to play something about the vegan, because this I think is important So anybody who's having problems with vegans. This may be the answer that you might want to give a vegan. Hold on one second. I played this yesterday. I'll play it again. Give me a second. Here we go.
1: We're here protesting the existence of a state-sponsored police force that protects industrialized animal farming and the mass murder of millions of animals every year.
0: You ever plow
2: a field summer, to plant the quinoa or sorghum or whatever the
3: hell it is you eat? You kill everything on the ground and under it. You kill every snake, every frog, every mouse, mole, vole, worm. Well, you, you kill them all. So I guess the only real question is,
2: how cute does an animal have to be before you care if it dies to feed you?
0: (laughs) You know, I really, really like that answer. (laughs) So the next time a vegan wants to be stupid and say that you're a murdering, cow-eating person, you can then tell them or show them that there are a planet extinction species that wipes out the eco or environmental system that sustains life in the soil. Pretty simple, don't you think? Cows eat the grasses, but they shit and, and fertilize it. Planting soy doesn't do that, does it? <laughs> anyway, all right. Get back to the other one. Ah, see where we are here. No, I had it for a second. No, that one. Ah, where'd you go? Where did you go? I had it here a minute ago. No, 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 no. No. Where the hell did it go? It my 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 thing got raptured. It just got raptured. What the heck? I hate that when that happens. You, you know, you have everything ready. And when you go do the show, all of a sudden these things decide to take a walk on you. Okay, give me a minute here. So I want to touch on cults as well. I want to give you another insight on cults, how they work. Oh, here it is. I bet you that's it right there. All right, we're going to play uh, Mel be Delight with Fire Medic 8. And then, I'm going to get into the cult thing. Because I think everyone needs to be aware how cults work. How they corrupt you. How they indoctrinate you. And then how they turn you into their slavery, entrenchment. How they use you as a resource. How they use your resources. So you're not sucked in to the latest and greatest fad. With the latest TV Evangelical or the latest Hindu, Indian, East Indian, Buddhist, spiritualized leaders of the New Age horseshit. You need to keep on on your, on your stand. You need to stand on solid ground on what you believe in, in God. In God we trust everybody else's bullshit. And that better be your theme. In God we trust everything else is bullshit because that's really the way it is and that's how it is and that's as salt as the earth as it gets. So anyway, I'm going to, and some of you may be all, you know, offended by it, too bad, cupcake, grow up because that's reality. All the rest of this shit everyone's believing is all based on MKUltra or some other, some other concept or philosophical horseshit that has absolutely no value other than to keep you entrenched uh tethered and bound into this into whatever you're falling into and getting out of those things ain't that easy either because they got your mind in their hands and they have molded you the guilt trips that they put you through is unreal you have no idea all right let me play this and we're going to go to the other stuff we're going to go into the meat and potato after we go get done with the the uh hors d'oeuvres here <laughs> hold on <laughs> Here we go. All right, hey, everybody.
4: I got Mel back with me again. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about all the disgusting things that we can find outside, uh, specifically our trees, our leaves, the different presentations that we can see in our woodland. And it looks like they're diseased beyond belief. And some presentations that we see mimic things like, well, measles, mumps rubella tumors and the like so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today and let's go ahead and let's get into it mel
1: all righty so uh eric's showed me some interesting photos he's taken in his neck of the woods and in my neck of the woods we're seeing some of the same now we know that you know nature in general whether we're human or phytoplankton or flora or fauna. I mean, we are all subjected to everything in the environment and how that is impacting us that can't speak. I mean, the plants are speaking to us in how they grow, how they're retarded in their growth, and definitely in what we're seeing on their trunks and in their leaves. And I mean, around my area, there's been many that uh, have warts. Now, of course, I'm sure we could all go on Wikipedia or in like places. And there is always an answer for everything as to what causes this well those of us who uh see things through a different lens likely know better but they're happy they're fine to tell that story if that's what they choose so um in my neck of the woods one thing i noticed many months ago was i don't even know where i came to do this i think it actually had something to do with finding that when i scraped my window which would has a milky appearance on it all the time after the rain also not normal it's magnetic hands down it's magnetic why would that be and i love to hear some some of the things some people say about that oh well you know it's from the emissions in cars i'm thinking really you know you could be up in an apartment building on the 16th floor and sure there's smog and emissions from uh, factories and stuff swirling in the air. But this is directly from the rain coming down and in its concentration, this stuff is magnetic when you scrape it off your windows. So with that in mind, I also thought, hmm, I wonder what the soil contents like I wonder if it does that. So since it's early in this video, we're gonna go for a, sl- a little walk outside from my house here, and I'm gonna take a sample of the soil this is a magic trick you can all do this at home everywhere that is subject to this stuff and you know do this magic trick with your friends family little Christmas uh spoof if you will (laughs) because you'll be able to go out spoon up some of that dirt and miraculously guess what it will be so magnetic it'll make your eyes pop out of your head and why would that be so let's go for a little walk so everyone can see, this is just a random area, backyard, lots of dead leaves. And I'm just gonna find an area here just with some dirt on the ground. And we're going to pick some up here. Okay, so we just got a random sample of dirt off the ground. And I'm going to take this now back inside and lay it on a piece of paper. All right, y'all, so I'm gonna put this dirt on a piece of paper and smooth this out and so when you do this too you want to let it dry all this clumping and stuff is just from the moisture outside so wait for this to dry out it might take about you know 10 minutes but i promise it'll be worth it i've tested this in different areas of the city i've tested it in my parents house a couple hours away i've had friends test it in other states provinces and same results so i know the same will happen for all of you as well
4: now this is a birch tree
1: doesn't look, look like any kind of birch tree I've seen.
4: Yeah, no doubt. Look at that.
1: I mean, we know that the birch species in general is is uh, heavily endangered. Um, I'm sure anyone watching, if you're familiar, if you walk in nature, I mean, all the birch just look very diseased.
4: Mm-hmm. All the pine trees have these. The uh, only thing I call them is tumors. I don't know what the exact terminology is one but they're infested with these knots like this
3: these
1: nodules yeah it's like epithelialized skin tissue but on that tree like it's so keratinized the tissue is so um like if we think about humans you know in their elder years their skin doesn't function properly i mean there's a breakdown in the metabolism process and it's heavily keratinized, so they'll have seborrheic keratosis, um, sun damage, all these things. But the scaly bits that they have uh, are basically due to a breakdown in the stratum, stratum corneum layer, uh, which you know has a heavily keratinized cellular presence. And these trees, you know, while they're they've been around for sure, it's almost as if they're experiencing the same breakdown um, as a result to expo- of exposure, much like human beings. Uh, experience it as a result of exposure uh near the later stages in life what is happening here it's like a rosebush tree what is that
4: yeah i mean if if you didn't know any better like a young kid goes out in the woods and they're looking and they would think that this is some kind of weird cactus tree (laughs) for sure but that's a birch.
1: that's a birch
4: yeah well this is the beginning stage of whatever that disease Mm. was uh the the last uh, picture or video I showed you, I, I would guess is full manifestation, and this is you know, this is one phase of this metamorphosis that these trees are going through. So I'm
1: curious, um, did you feel what those spikes are like? Like, are they hard, like a like a harder spike, or do they uh, do they kind of like break off and crumble? Or
4: well, they're easily chopped off. There's a birch right there. And uh-huh. obviously, you see, this is, and I guess you would say the very beginning stages of it.
1: Yeah. Wow.
4: And there is a somewhat healthy birch right there. Okay. I couldn't see any noticeable disease on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but right here. Yeah. The beginning.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Huh. It'd almost be interesting to take a cross section of that tree or finding one like it that's died, I guess, where you could take a cross-section and see how um, the base of the tree itself has morphed and pushed out into those nodules or spikes or whatever. That is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that.
4: Yeah. Wow. And then over here to right, it's like, mm-hmm. I guess that's in, that's in stage disease right there.
1: Yeah, yeah. For, you know, let's take it back to the human form any of you who i mean we've all we've all had people in our life who've died of cancer if anyone's known someone with metastatic disease or mets if you've heard of it um these are large calcified nodules uh that usually get spread through the lymphatic system from one area of the body to the other um from a primary cancer location uh carried to a secondary through the through the lymphatic system is called a metastatic disease, meaning it's the primary cancer moved to a second location. And usually from there, it can it can morph and go elsewhere as well. And when it's an um, end stage, it's throughout the body. And it does, it's nodules uh, that are filling the space of where healthy tissue and cells should be that um, I would say mimic very similar to what you're showing me in that end stage Shree disease as well what's that yeah this is the base of the tree
4: yeah yeah tons of these trees um have this uh tumor-like presentation at the trunk hmm. where it's it's like it's has shunted something like it's or some type of anti-nutrient uh, aluminum um Up from or, the ground or other elements of, of that sort where it's just storing it kind of like a human would um, typically, most of our adipose tissue or fat fat tissue is storing mm-hmm. some type of toxin, and that's what I feel. Yeah. Like. That's why you know they're having these little like pot belly presentations all over the place. You know, they're just storing toxins Like
1: it's trying to isolate it. Once it comes up into the trunk, it doesn't want it to go any higher. Yeah, like a hematoma or something. Yeah. Huh.
4: Interesting. And and this is what is the scariest part is that so many people do not recognize this right here. They don't go through the woods, and they don't see that it's literally dead everywhere. And, and you could pick any part of the United States or anywhere you go. You could walk through the woods. Fifty percent of the trees are laying on the ground, and the, and then you got another 25 percent that is falling. <laughs> and then you got the other 25 percent that is hanging on for dear life it's awful so sad
1: and we all know this is what this is a result of you know global warming or the electromagnetic threats all around us radiation chemtrail fallout i mean we know what this is a result of i mean it's called cause and effect people (laughs) and I know we're all on our phones a lot. We're all researching. Most of us watching this um, and probably more in tune with nature than most, but there it's really sad how little there are of us who pay attention to the sky, pay attention to the landscape around us, to what's happening to our beautiful uh, environment and to the trees and really what the true causes for these issues.
4: Here's another not. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. You know, that would probably be something really familiar to a lot of people. I mean, I I know even seeing that, that little kind of like elbow, you know, rheumatoid arthritis nodule looking type thing. But again, like rheumatoid arthritis, that is um, an older age ailment calcification of the tissue.
4: Of some type of stored toxin.
1: Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day. Okay. Okay. This one creeps. (laughs) right out the first time the first time that i saw this one i mean what's one of the things that's most reminiscent um from the recent past in my mind is good old scary vetna from stranger things 3 he's hooked up by tentacles hanging and uh you know having an impact on the psyche consciousness of people on the other side and or or the most insane looking spider centipede you've ever seen either way what comes to mind is something sinister something dark something creepy that's i don't insane. know if i can come up with another word
4: for it yeah, this, yeah that's that's truly insane right there
1: and look how symmetric it is yeah. but really at its base it looks like a centipede like it the long body the really tiny legs and then from there it spreads out into like into the sun right and, and we're not i don't want to use the word sun but into this yeah i don't know creepy looking alien manifestation
4: or like the 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 merger between uh reality and this digital reality frequency patterns and
1: the takeover of this tree i'd really love to know what wikipedia is trying to uh teach us (laughs) about this what they what they'd like to call this i'd really love to know what they think the cause is
0: Okay, you heard a bit about, again, two people from two different locations showing an observation of the environment. And I would encourage all of you to do the same thing. Take a look at your soil. Take a look at your trees. Take a look at your grasses and your weeds. Take a look at your bugs. A lot of your insects have also morphed mutated. And they would have had to have morphed and mutated in order for them to be able to survive. Oh, what happened now? What happened? Oh, in order for them to survive, I had a little bit of a break there, sorry, their environment. Okay, I'm going to get into some cult bullshit. And this is wild shit. Now, you ain't going to be able to see this. The link is in there. And I think you have to understand, believers all over the world are subjected to being attacked. And are subjected to be assaulted by infiltrators that profess to be anointed. Profess to be Called from God, <clears throat> and yet they bring demonic shit into the church. I was talking to Yanni the other day. We we're talking about uh, biblical things that we both were discussing, and I've always said that I've I've been through two cults, but in reality, I've been I've been through three. Catholic Church, it's a cult. And the other two cults that I got sucked into. It seemed like the reason why I got sucked into these cults, because obviously, the first one I was in, <laughs> I really didn't believe in God at all. I thought God was a joke. I thought Jesus was was a man that had some wisdom, but I didn't really believe that the proclamations about Jesus, not in any, not in the least. I lost it somewhere along the way. Uh, <clears throat> In Catholicism, I realized something. I realized there was bullshit there, and I just didn't, you know. And if you're a Catholic, I don't. I'm not directing this at you. I'm directing it at the faith or the belief because it is a cult. Then I got infected with two other cults, and again, it was what was required to get me to see and learn about Jesus. And again, I went through it. One gave me one thing. One gave me doctrine. One gave me the gifts, but in both situations, it was all about control. And it's all about these cults, too, is control. And they will do this with all kinds of chicanery and, and bullshit. And I was listening to Mark Pastor the other day. He was talking about requirements and, and um, costs. To be a real awakened truther that's going to make a real change. And he made some comments about the dark side. We're not winning. And I agree with him. We are not winning. We haven't won anything. And we're losing ground because we don't know where we stand. In regarding to the truth. We have been following... NBC, CBC, ABC, CBS, and every other bullshit channel out there that's been defining reality for us. And the biggest problem is that reality is more real than the biblical truth. Because we are constantly being programmed to believe that. So... When I say at the end of these shows, read your gospels. I'm telling you to read your gospels for a reason. Because this bullshit ain't going to get you nowhere. It's a lie. It's an effin' lie, all of it. And <clears throat> when Jesus came and did all the things he did, that that's the reality. When he died and came back from the dead, that's reality. And we're caught up in the everyday, mundane treadmill. Get up, have your coffee, go to work, drive your car, go to work, put in 8, 10, 12 hours, drive home, stop and have a Tim Hortons, go home, watch TV, have dinner, and do it all over again. (laughs) What a life. And at the end of the week... Now on the weekend, Alaska, do work overtime. You work the overtime. Now you're tired. Didn't have a chance to rest and get nothing done. You need to get done. Sunday, you go out to get groceries and do all kinds of shit because you ain't got time for anything else. And Monday rolls by, and you're back at it again. It's like your life has been planned and scheduled so you can do everything that's required to serve this matrix and nothing else. That's the bullshit. And some people go to church and think this is great and wonderful. But the church isn't really teaching you anything either. It's not edifying you. It's not doing anything to uh, allow you to evolve as a believer. In fact, some of them hold you back. So anyway, we got this cult thing going on here. And I'm going to play this. To show you how in every situation out here, whether it's a church, a fellowship, a institution. You have to be on your guard for infiltrators to come in with some false spiritual horseshit. You know, some new age crap. Oh, I got anointed and I got this great power and wonders and signs. And I will show you that I have been chosen by God and yet... If, that, if the that is true, then the powers, signs, and wonders will reflect to the Bible, if they are of the faith. If they're from something else, they'll reflect it from somewhere else. But if it's of the faith, it has to correlate with what the Bible is telling you, if that's what you believe, if you believe in biblical truths. You don't believe in biblical truths, and this is what I'm ta- saying to you is, is all Greek. That's why I say: read what Jesus said, read what Jesus did, and and see what, how he proved what he proved, and see what he done, and then you do the, do the same. You know, follow, follow that, follow that person, follow the way. You know, that John fourteen six is a very important verse in the New Testament. You know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come unto the Father but by me. Me, not me, 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 Jesus, not that me. <laughs> Don't want anybody getting confused here. That's profound. That's profound, and that's reality. So, we got things infiltrating the faith. I'm going to play something. Can't see it, but you'll be able to watch And I encourage you all to watch this so you don't allow yourself to be fooled by weavers and deceivers. All right, here we go. Here we go.
2: Hi, I'm Andrew Strom, author of the book, Kundalini Warning, uh, False Spirits Invading the Church. Now, of course, that's a very radical title, and uh, we're going to be looking at a, a huge amount of video footage in this documentary, and I want to show you some of the shocking things and, and just how similar they are to the Kundalini cults of Hinduism and the New Age movement, Eastern religions um the stuff that's been invading in the last say 16 to 17 years i believe it's the worst invasion in church history so we've got a lot to look at and my background is i've been involved in the charismatic movement myself for over 25 years i've been part of the prophetic movement i was part of that movement for 11 years so i saw all of this incredibly alarming and disturbing stuff coming in Uh, while i was involved i first heard about this man rodney howard brown in about 1993-94 he was holding huge meetings in the united states very popular and was starting to have a huge influence with his drunkenness he called himself the holy ghost bartender and he would lay hands on people imparting to them this laughter, or he would wave his hands at people, and this laughter would overcome them, or shaking, or uncontrollable jerking, Uh, all these manifestations were starting to happen. And uh, he became huge in the word of faith, because he's a huge prosperity preacher. So, he uh, got himself on Kenneth Copeland's uh, television program, and you can see them behaving drunkenly on stage, live on television. (laughs) <laughs>
0: now was he speaking in tongues or was he speaking a satanic language? Since this was not of God, it was a good show, fooled a lot of people. You know, so again. This is where discernment comes in. And I'm not here to step on anybody's toes. We were all fooled by some of this bullshit. But when you're looking at this scenario here and you see this going on, you know, you've got to stop and analyze so you're not fooled. It says in the last days that the, the, there's one that's going to represent the man of perdition. Gonna bring a statue to life and call it lightning from heaven. Now, to the general simple mind, they'll think this guy is something special, some kind of god or some kind of prophet. But with today's technology and frequencies, you can anybody who knows how to create a static charge with technology can recall lightning from heaven. And anybody who understands robotics and Robotoids and humanoids and androids. If you have a program and you turn it on, you now have a machine. that, And if it's programmed to your voice command, it will do whatever you tell it to do. That's not a far-fetched concept. That's real and that's going on today. So anyway, I, I stopped it here. Because this is something that I want, when you watch this video, to point out what you're seeing here. Are you seeing two spirits talking to each other in a language they understand? They're putting on a show. Is this really of God? And that's the question you should be asking. Hold on a second. Here we go.
2: Here's Rodney Howard Brown imparting uh, this spirit of drunkenness and laughter into uh, some of the biggest leaders in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the biggest word of faith prosperity teachers. (laughs) A guy called Randy Clark came down, saw what was happening, got this impartation through the laying on of hands, got this anointing himself and he took it into the Vineyard Movement.
3: Now here is Todd Mainley explaining
2: uh, how Randy Clark brought this in.
3: He received a spark of the anointing in Tulsa and in Lakeland came down and just weeks later, God used him as the fire starter for the Toronto outpouring and the Toronto blessing in January, 1994. And we have here tonight Randy Clark and I asked him to come out, dear Randy because I know you're a fire starter and you've been lighting fires all over the world.
2: So it entered into the Toronto Airport Vineyard Church and so it became known as the Toronto Blessing. Went worldwide under that name. The Toronto Blessing, everybody knew what that was about. People falling down and acting drunken laughing hysterically, shaking uncontrollably, or uh, jerking backwards and forwards, their, their heads shaking back and forth, people even roaring like lions, people making animal noises. Um, you know, this stuff had not been seen in the church. I mean, it maybe in a tiny way on the fringes. This stuff had never been seen in the church on this scale before, and it invaded worldwide. So all around the world, especially in the Commonwealth countries, we're talking England and all through the UK, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Canada, and many other nations all over the world, all through Europe, all of the charismatic movement was into this stuff uh, for the large part. And so this thing became a worldwide sensation just in a couple of years. The basic question that we're asking in this documentary is why are these manifestations so similar to Eastern religions and Hinduism and the Kundalini cults and yet they're not found in scripture, they're not found in the Bible, they're not found in classical Christianity at all? Of course, in Hinduism, one of the most common ways of experiencing a Kundalini awakening is through a Guru placing his hand upon your forehead. This is called Shaktipat. when they do that you'll be infused with this incredible love and this wave of emotion you'll fall down there'll be all these manifestations maybe animal noises uh, joy and weeping and shaking this is a kundalini awakening and amazingly it is exactly the same as what we have been seeing in the Toronto blessing Now this all began with Rodney Howard Brown imparting a new anointing into a bunch of leaders and they spread it around the world. In fact, it spread like wildfire. How do we know that Rodney Howard Brown had a pure anointing? How do we know it wasn't a kundalini spirit from the beginning because it seems absolutely identical to it? Now one of the very clearest signs of a Kundalini awakening has always been these Kriyas. You see this woman involved in the New Age movement, she's walking along exhibiting these Kriyas happening, involuntary uh, jerking motions. And the staggering thing about it is that we are seeing again and again and again these exact same type of Kriyas right through the Toronto movement. This has always been one of the clearest signs of kundalini that we know of. A friend of mine from South Africa who's done a tremendous amount of research on this topic says that kundalini is like a false holy spirit. It produces even miracles and healings and fusions of love and power and energy and emotion and uh, all these kinds of things and yet it's the Hindu version of the Holy Spirit, and it's not holy. Now, we all know that in the last days, the Bible speaks again and again warning of deception, seducing spirits. It says that it'll be perilous times will come. It says there'll be lying signs and wonders. It says all of these things, soberness, sobriety, Uh, Being alert, being watchful, this is what it says to us all the way through the prophecies of the last days. Here we are, we're in the end times now, and what do we have on our hands? We have a movement that's promoting weird and bizarre signs and wonders. We have a movement promoting drunkenness when we're told to be sober in the last days again and again. It's promoting all kinds of whacked out spiritual experiences, and we are warned in the last days watch out for seducing spirits. The Bible even says, it goes as far as saying this if possible, the very elect themselves would be deceived. So I don't want to be taking any chances with deceiving spirits in the last days, if it's weird, if it looks like Hinduism, if it looks like it's from some Eastern religion, I don't want any part of it. The charismatic movement should have shut it out and said, no, we're not having this. This is exactly what is warned about in scripture. seen in the 1990s this bizarre new movement with drunkenness and animal noises falling down jerking and all of this spread around the world
1: they think Toronto something wait till they come to Boston <laughs>
2: Of course, Charisma Magazine, one of the most popular Christian magazines, was right behind it. In the USA, another revival took off in Brownsville, Pensacola, which at least had real repentance preaching, but it also had a lot of this truly bizarre stuff as well.
1: He grieves for your spirit, he grieves for you.
2: In 2008 came the biggest one of all, Todd Bentley and the Lakeland Revival.
3: This outpouring kicked off when Todd Bentley, a 32-year-old Canadian with a long-time healing ministry, came to do just five nights of meetings in one Lakeland church. Bam! We're in 214 nations a night, potential audience 400 million, and and 10 hours a day. We're we're literally around the world. People are seeing what's happening here in Florida. That's because God TV made the unprecedented and extremely expensive decision to preempt all their primetime programming and broadcast the Lakeland meetings every night.
2: Now, there's no question that this was one of the biggest, most publicized movements that the Christian world has ever seen. We had 550,000 different computers have logged into the webcast. That's incredible. But of course the Lakeland movement was also loaded with the same bizarre manifestations as we've seen elsewhere.
3: A little bit of that glory's coming on me. And we're we have an international television audience tonight. <laughs> I got that vibrating again! Lord, let everybody vibrate!
2: So what were some of Todd Bentley's biggest influences?
3: Well, he tells us himself. But one outpouring that's most precious to me, because it brought intimacy and the presence of God to the church. It brought refreshing and renewal to the church. Was what took place in Toronto, Canada. So it's no
2: surprise that Todd Bentley invited the founder of the Toronto Blessing, Randy Clark, to minister at this new revival. I see some of you
3: already, the power of God it's like 110. God, make it 220.
2: Now thousands and thousands of leaders and Christians were coming to Lakeland from all over the world to get an impartation of the spirit.
3: And our focus here in Florida every night is I lay hands on every single person that comes, whether it's 5,000, 10,000, and I'm praying, God, give it away, give it away, give it away. That's the focus here, impartation. Some are saying this is the most contagious anointing the world has ever seen. Just look at what people are receiving here and
2: taking back to their own city and their own church. Here's what happened in Dudley, England, when the Lakeland anointing arrived there. And this was repeated all around the world in hundreds and hundreds of churches wherever this anointing went. Even Charisma magazine began to question some of what was going on. But that didn't stop the very biggest leaders in the Charismatic Movement from endorsing and promoting this movement. On June 23rd, 2008, they held a special commissioning ceremony for Todd Bentley, live at Lakeland, with the very biggest apostles and prophets of the Charismatic Movement. This is Peter Wagner, the head apostle of the entire Charismatic Movement worldwide. And here's Rick Joyner, the top prophet, of the movement
3: this commissioning represents a power's full spiritual transaction taking place in the invisible world with this in mind i take the apostolic authority that god has given me and i decree to todd bentley your power will increase your authority will increase your favor will increase your influence will increase. Your revelation will increase.
2: Of course, only weeks later, Todd Bentley's movement completely fell apart.
0: Okay, now, you have to question apostolic authority from God. Was there any credentials there? <laughs> Did God do a sign and wonder? I mean, like I said, These are things that have infiltrated the faith, the beliefs, and some of this, a lot of this, is all occultic. And you better be on your guard. When I tell you to read the Gospels, that's the playbook. That is the playbook. For a lot of you, that's the best starting point you need to go to. Forget reading the Old Covenant because you don't even understand the new one. When you get to that point, then venture out. And I keep telling everybody, don't just listen to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that says he's some anointed special holy roller, molar, bowler. Been through that, been there, done that. These people are just like anybody else. They crave power, they want power, and as long as you are sending them your blood, which is transferred into money, you worked for that. You sweated for that. You bled for that. That's all they care about. And this was all theater. You can see it from pillar to post. You can see it today. Back then it was different because, again, nobody knew. And everybody was being taken advantage of because nobody had any idea of what the Bible was really saying. And this is a reality that everybody has to understand today. We are in a war, and one of the weapons of war is deception and manipulation. Don't get sucked up into a one-world anything, period. One-world system is designed to suck the life out of mankind, period. This is why I decided to do this tonight, because again, this is some of the things that happen when you get involved with cults that have doctrines that are not quite right. They have the appearance of spirituality, which again is a word I really hate using, but it's not spiritual, not in the sense of godliness. And this kind of thing can entrap you and keep you subverted. Anyway, there are other things on tonight's show. Do you want to take a look at the bottom of the of the page, the different links that we I added on before the show. I wanted to touch on the cult thing because we are living in deceptive times. Don't believe that F TV, don't believe the F and radio, don't believe half of the shit you're seeing. And do not allow yourself to be led by any kind of news, media, bullshit. Hold your ground. Hold your ground. Read. Understand what you're reading. Like I said, we are in end times. I always tell you read the Gospels. Read the book of Revelations because that's talking about the interdimensional war that's going to hit this planet. It's It has been going on for quite some time and it's now going to escalate. Save yourself some pain. Read it. I always talk on this show too. There are, there are a bunch of people up in the top part of the page that are doing things. Um... You know, I mentioned Fire Medicaid, I mentioned Fiona, I mentioned Cherie, I mentioned Yanni and myself and others. If you, if you want to, call them for any kind of assistance. If you feel like donating, donate to anybody you like. If you can't donate, you can't. You don't have the funds, do not worry about it. We never push that. What we push is that you, you uh, again, yeah, do what you can to get yourself back on your feet. I always encourage you to be an entrepreneur. But anyway, uh, check out the links, especially this, to this show. Share them with everybody you can because this one is a beauty. There's a lot of things that are going to make you stretch your head. And, it was, and again, I put it out here for that very reason. So you start asking questions. And you start looking at things, maybe a little bit different. Maybe. All right, and as I say at the end of these shows, we are still here by the grace of God remember that. So to the next segment to your health and, and by the way, tomorrow six o'clock on Monday 1212'll be there'll be, a, there'll be a, again a live stream tomorrow. Um, and then there'll be a break and then Wednesday we'll do some more shows either live stream or pod and then weekends every Saturday usually around three o'clock. there there are shows that that's when we do the shows for Europe and, and abroad. Because that seems to be a good time to do the shows where everybody can come in. So anyway, now I'm giving you a little bit of forerunner. I'll I'll post it in the email so you won't forget. Alrighty. So the next segment. To your health. Take care.